0: Hello everybody and welcome to the box to box. I'm your host today, Mark, and I'm joined by Nick. Nick, say hi to the people. Hello, people. And our resident Chelsea fan, Ndiye. Dia, say hi to the people.
1: Hello, everybody. It's great to be back.
0: Good to have you back, bro. Um... Are you sure, me? Just, just out of curiosity. Are you sure, me That's <laughs> no, good. To, it's good to have Ndia back. I like. I've actually heard Dia that you have a few fans out there. They were like when yeah. I was telling them that he is coming back, people were like, "Oh, really? Excited to hear him." <laughs> um, that's what I've heard. That's what I heard from a, the grapevine. But uh, yeah, guys, Champions League is back. I know Champions League comes back every single season, but I still get really excited when it comes back, especially when my team's playing in it. I know Nick, you ha- you don't know what it fe- or you haven't know what it feels like to have your team playing in the Champions League. But how do you feel? How does it feel? listening to the anthem and seeing your boys in the emirates standing up waiting listening to the song listening to the music holding that ball
2: the champion <laughs> that's a horrible rendition <coughs> oh my days oh my days Oh, uh, that was that was like like relieving to just hear that for the first time and bro can i tell you guys something right so think mm-hmm. about like this i was in form three the last time Arsenal was in the Champions League. And right Damn. now, I'm about, I'm about to get my first degree. Or at least I'm Damn. towards my first degree in uni. And so that's like, yo, like that's about six years, honestly. So that means I've, I've been in, you know, I, I haven't seen them in Champions League since I was literally like barely into high school. So it's like, um, it's been a very long time. And I'm just really happy that not only did Arsenal return to the Champions League, but we won the game emphatically which means that it just shows that we're, uh, we're, we're serious this time around. We're at least like, trying to show that although we haven't been around for a long time, maybe this year we can do something. But um, either way, it's time, it's time to be humble regardless. It's a very, very tough competition, as Man United found out. So that means that we have to take everything with a pinch of salt. But just absolutely grateful to be back in football's premium competition.
0: Yeah, I heard you laughing at that United comment. Did you even watch Champions League? <laughs> do, you, do you? Leave me alone. You, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, not, you're meant to be going to bed Wednesday night, Tuesday night. Go to bed. Go to the library. What are you watching football for? What are
2: you,
0: <laughs> what are no, you watching? I, for?
1: I wasn't even laughing at the United comment. I, I was just laughing at how Arsenal fans are not. I'm I starting to like daydream about winning the Champions after <laughs> that. <laughs> after the first,
2: after the first round. <laughs> No, but I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Like, I'll tell you what. Since we're since we're on the topic, right? I can go on record and say that um, the Champions League isn't really quite the same as it was the last time we got knocked out, and that's a fact, right? Not to say that we're just gonna go waltz in here and win the whole thing, but it's not really quite the same. Because back then, Barcelona and Real Madrid were just, you know, ever-present. Of course, Madrid won recently, but it's not like they were blowing teams away. Everything is very marginal nowadays, right? Arsenal, by being, and hopefully, we don't really know for sure yet, but if you're going to be the team that has to, you know, basically stick to Manchester City in the Premier League, and if the Premier League is the best league in the world, you can actually inadvertently become the second best team in the world if you keep to Manchester City standards. So I'm just saying that, yo, if we actually are serious about Challenge City for the league this year, I think that we're probably just as well one of the most dangerous teams in the UCL as well. But, you know, that's just my take on it. I don't know whether, I don't know whether NDA can say anything. I think, was it Thiago Silva crying that he's on Champions League? Ah, shut up, Maybe, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should transfer over to us to give us some cover. For Saliba. But anyways, <laughs> Mark, continue.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, also, no, you guys, you did start quite well. I think you guys had one of the biggest uh, uh, goal scoring margins of the opening match day. So yeah, congratulations to that. But again, it is just PSV, so relax. Um, I want to talk about the English teams first. So the first team to play was Newcastle. And they're obviously in what we're calling the group of death, and they drew nil nil with AC Milan. I don't know. I feel like going to Milan away from home, San Siro, first time in the Champions League, nil nil. I'd take that result if I was if I was in Newcastle. I don't know what you guys think. Do you guys think that was a good result for them, or is or should they be worried? Ndidi, uh, yeah, I'll start with you.
1: Um, personally, I think it was pretty good result for them because they went to the they went to one of the most you could say one of the most hostile <clears throat> um atmospheres in the in the continent right and they managed to they take a result out of that and you know considering this is an AC Milan team that just come from the back of being thrashed by their rivals you know it's like it's different. like I know a lot of people say that when you're coming from the back of being thrashed, um you know, there's there's a lot of loss and confidence there, but I feel like it actually motivates the players more, eh? Because, mm. you know you know how it feels to fail, right? And then you mm. don't want to fail nothing. you don't want to fail for the second time. you know um so I think it was a pretty good result for them. Uh, I think um I think, you know, they can take something from the next game as well at the uh, at Saint James's Park. So you know, I feel like it was a good result for them. I feel like they they've put themselves in a good position, eh? Considering they still have to pay PSG and yeah.
0: Yeah, no, uh, definitely. I think they've. I think they have put themselves in a good position. I don't think it's the worst result. I think ideally every team always wants to win. But if you look at it like from a quite objective point of view, I think they would take a draw, a nil-nil at the San Siro, keeping a clean sheet. I think it's. Yeah. It looks good for them. It makes them look like a hard team to play. So yeah, we'll see how they perform throughout the rest of the tournament. And uh, Nick, do we even need to talk about City, like? I don't even know who City were playing. Who are they? Zveda? I don't even know how to say their, their <laughs> name. <laughs> but but they went or they came over and they conceded first. And I saw people like going crazy on Twitter, like ah, City's conceded. Ah, and I was like, guys, grow up. It's Manchester City. They're still gonna win. And they went on to win three <laughs> one. What do you think we can expect from City this season in the Champions League? Nick, can they win it again?
2: Yeah, Mark. Um, as far as Manchester City is concerned, um, I think they are definitely on pole position. Maybe I'm a bit too much of an F one fan. Uh, <laughs> they're definitely on, on pole position to uh, to retain this title. Some people are even saying that they might retain the treble. I think that would be the worst thing to possibly happen in football history. If I'm being honest with you, but obviously it was a bit of a shock to see them go one 0 down at halftime. However. Even if they were to retain the Champions League, I'm still confident that maybe they might not be able to retain both that and the Premier League. I feel like maybe something might have to give. Or maybe it's only the FA Cup that's going to give, which um, I think Manchester City fans would probably take if they just go a double of uh, Champions League and uh, league title. But... um. If I'm being honest, they just look perfect, and I think you know at the time of recording, we have seen Man City play Nottingham Force, and the two goals I saw them score were absolutely exceptional. They just looked like such a great team, even without Kevin De Bruyne there. And we've seen that they can they can cope without De Bruyne, and um, if Phil Foden is really stepping up and everything, I think Manchester City are just the team to beat right now. Whether like they're ahead, you know, you talk about them being ahead of everybody in the Premier League, they're ahead of everybody in Europe as well. <laughs> Because them beating Real Madrid was it three or four nil? Was it last last year? Yeah, you know, some so. some sort of some sort of margin like that, right? Was just you know was just you know embarrassing for Madrid to lose, um inside a semi-final. That that is their need and drink their competition, right? And to lose like that, just City are just on a different level. So I think there's nothing else we need to we don't even have to speak about this mark. If I'm being honest with you, there's nothing else to say about them. They're just almost well they're basically perfect.
0: What I will say, it is interesting. Uh, I think what's happening at City in terms of like what Pep Guardiola is doing, it's almost like he's starting. He's done so much in football, and like he's used, he's got this tried and tested method. Now he's trying to do something completely different. Like it's almost like he's challenging himself. You know, those like it's almost like he's one of those really smart kids in class, and they get handed like a sheet, and you finish. Way before everybody else, and the teacher goes and like gives them another sheet so that they can like challenge themselves a bit further. I feel like he's doing that because you've seen he's switched the type of personnel he has in his team for the longest time. I think city players were not necessarily very good dribblers, but now it looks like he's that's what he's looking for. Those are the profiles of players he's looking for. He's brought in Kovacic, uh, Nunes, uh, Jeremy Doku. Uh, Vardio, all players that are kind of like known for their progressive carries forward. So uh, that that to me is interesting, the, the way he's kind of pivoted like that. And uh, let's speak about the only English team that lost on uh, <laughs> match day one. Manchester United four or Manchester United three by Munich four. Surprise, surprise, okay, Nia, it seems like you have something to say. <laughs> what did you think? Of, <laughs> what do you think of that United performance?
1: Honestly, it was a pretty weak performance. Like ah. you No, know, in the start of like most of the game, like it was so weak, bro. And I feel like this I feel like this band team isn't even that good, right? This band team mm-hmm. isn't even that good and we're always bantering them about how they only win the league because 'cause they're playing in the Farmers League or, or the best players just go to Bayern, right? But I really feel like Man United could have done better, and I mean they fought back. <clears throat> they fought back towards the end, right? You guys fought back towards the end. But mm. but you know I don't know, man. I feel like maybe even the fight back was like Yo, you guys overachieved that. <laughs> it should have. It should have ended. It should have honestly like they should have scored like six goals, bro. Right? They should have scored like six goals for being honest, bro. You know. So I don't know, man. I just feel like you guys are in the different numbers this season, cause, cause, uh, cause uh, like, what is it? I don't, I don't, I don't, do I see you guys going past the round of? I mean, going past the group stages.
0: Come on, come on.
1: Okay, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you might just get past, right? But you're not going past the round of sixteen, bro. I feel like you're just one of those teams this season It's just the they just it the numbers and like
0: Hey you hey know. hey 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 you're talking a lot you, <laughs> just, you're, you're, just talking, it, man. you're talking a lot. Okay, no but yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I know I know you see it too bro. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> um okay, let maybe I think you're a bit biased. Nick, what do you think? What do you think? Or uh, what was United's performance like to you? What did we look like?
2: You know, you're calling d is take biased, and then you're asking me of all <laughs> people You know, um, but uh, <laughs> but no, 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 hey, wait, you're not gonna cut me off now. Let me say my thing, all right? Look, at the other day, Man United fans were coming to me earlier, um, you know, like I think earlier today, maybe even yesterday as well. And they were saying, that we only lost 4-3 to Bayern. People thought that it was a mauling, but we have eyes. Everybody can watch the game and clearly see that Man United did not have the facilities to win that match at all. In fact, it's actually a travesty that Casemiro walked out of that game with two goals. Like, it's a travesty, and that is only because Bayern isn't actually that good, and they won the game 4-3, and they were not that good. The um, You know, people are talking about how their season went, you know, how their season's been going with Kane. Um, Obviously, Kane has brought like maybe the goals that they were missing with Lewandowski previously, and um, but then you look at them right now, and you're just thinking that with uh, the likes of Upamakano in defense, the fact that maybe last season the likes of Kimmich and Goretzka weren't always you know that convincing. The fact that Dortmund could have fathomably won the league last year if they hadn't bottled it, oh, that traumatizes me. But anyways, uh, the whole point is is that <laughs> that Man United, if Onana keeps on performing the way he's done there, the defense. Midfield and attack do not, do not coordinate themselves. Even by the time they go to Old Trafford, you cannot win football matches if all those issues continue to persist. Even if the overall team starts to click more, it's a bit like I think Dia knows this very well. Kepa Aritha Balaga. Mm-hmm. Chelsea could not progress if the goalkeeper doesn't at least do his thing. So you know, United nice have multiple issues in that front, whereby like at the very least, Andre Anana should at least perform, at least stop the shots going in that you'd think, you know, shouldn't be having to go in in the first place. So at least you know work on that. And if you do reach the round of sixteen, I'd imagine it would be in second place. And when you finish second place in your group stages, then I'd have to say that normally you're just gonna get you're just gonna get a big boy that's gonna knock you out. That's all. So
0: we're afraid. We're not afraid of big boys. Bring on PSG! Bring on a Barcelona! I'm afraid, but uh, what I will say is, I think, yeah, yeah, we too many too many silly mistakes. You're right about Onana. He probably that first goal probably cost us a lot. Um, to be fair, we won the second half, so that was that was <laughs> that was a positive. If you believe in that kind of stuff, well, can you have some and, shame?
2: Uh... Like we won the second half. Bro.
0: <laughs> no, but. Yeah, also, what, what is? You look at uh, what, what is goodbye,
2: this golden golden goal? Should we bring back golden goal, Mark? Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! whoa. Okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when you, when you when you look at when you look at Bayern Munich, they also haven't lost a home game in the Champions League for like the past thirty five games. So to go there and not win or and lose, I don't think it's the end of the world, especially if you lose four three. So I'm not gonna turn on united just yet but yeah we'll, we'll see how that goes but apart from the english teams do you guys have any standout performers i think barcelona they swept antwerp aside i saw i was following it on twitter i was watching that game and i just saw goal after goal after goal after goal what do you guys think uh, that barcelona performance does is xavi cooking should we be afraid should we believe the hype yeah
2: who are they playing? I, so, I,
1: I think it's the same. <laughs> if we're going to give Arsenal some stick for uh, performing against PSV, then honestly, I don't think Barcelona's um, performance should be hyped because some of these teams, guys...
2: You <laughs> know, I'll go. I'll go as far as saying. I'll go as far as saying maybe Arsenal's even better than Barcelona. Yeah, I mean, people, I you're talking about. Like, you're you're say, you're you're saying that it was just PSV, and then now you're like Mark, you're picking up a performance against what Antwerp? What is this, Timmy Turner? You're a twerp. Well, <laughs> <Yes>. I mean, <laughs>
1: Literally, bro. Like that's what I'm saying, man. If anything, I'd say the top of four. I, I mean, okay. You're talking about clubs. If we're talking about clubs outside, um, <clears throat> outside the Premier League, then I'll give best performers maybe PSG because Dortmund is a fairly big team, bro. And I know they haven't been great this season, but a big team is a big team, man. Um, you know what I'm saying. So,
0: um,
1: uh, mm-hmm. the yeah. Um if we're talking about the best performance outside of outside of England, I would say it was probably PSG. I, I, I mean Barcelona performed well and like and but it's Antwerp man. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, no, okay I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure even West Ham would beat them. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Okay, uh, no but uh Ndia, have some uh, respect. They're in the Champions League, please. You don't know nothing about that. Uh, have some respect enough, okay enough, <laughs> and man. okay all right uh madrid won as well but they were like that was last minute i think jude bellingham who scored yeah yeah i don't know what he's on
1: bro what is he on guy. Like, guy <laughs> like, like, like like bro it's uh, it's so why does he keep scoring I, I keep thinking it's one of those it's one of those things you know when salah just when salah first came in at liverpool right and he yeah, yeah and he kept and he kept scoring kept scoring People were just like Oh, he's gonna run out of gas. He's gonna run out of gas. He's gonna run out of gas, and he didn't I stop, just bro. didn't. <laughs> bro, and he just, he just keeps
0: bro, keeps going,
1: bro. And I just feel like I don't know something just telling me Bellingham is coming for the goal scoring like records. And he's a, <laughs> midfiel- he's a midfielder, yeah, he's a midfielder, but he's like, but like Shalotti, he's playing, he's playing a lot further up the field, right? Yeah. So. I don't know. Maybe he could have Lampard esque numbers, bro. But Asensio is leaving at the end of the season, so you don't know what the next manager is going to bring to the table. Uh, I keep thinking that yo, this guy. I don't know. I don't know what he's on, bro. I keep thinking some. He's on some solid tip,
2: bro.
0: No, I I agree with you, and I personally like seeing Bellingham a lot for the forward. I think that's where you see the best of him, rather than like an eight. He's almost playing like a ten. Like he's playing quite high up, and yeah. yeah. I like, I, like seeing, I like seeing that side of Bellingham. If you are one of those guys that believes in XG, he's massively outperforming XG. So the numbers say he won't be scoring for much longer, but I'd like to believe that he will. Um, but uh, yeah, I think those were like the big talking points from the Champions League. Obviously, uh, Copenhagen kind of had a surprise result. They managed to leave with a point from Galatasaray but uh, apart from that, I think everything else was pretty standard.
2: No, no, one, no. One more thing. Lazio, last-minute equalizer oh, yeah. against Atletico oh, Madrid. Yeah.
0: That goalkeeper that killed my bet
2: slip, never going <laughs> to forgive him, honestly. Like, I could not believe it. Atletico Madrid killed the entire slip. Everything else is going to go through until that goalkeeper decides to become a hero and ruin everything. But <laughs> then, enough. you know, it's just... Honestly, like, how in the world Luis Alberto gets the ball like edge of the box, he crosses it in and then the goalkeeper heads it in against All Black. I'm just like, you know, are you mad? Honestly, that was just, that was an insane, that, that was an insane script. Honestly, I think that was just done to spite me, I swear.
0: Sorry to your bet slip, but uh, I love that. That's what football is about and especially like the celebration afterwards. Oh, it was class. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But okay, moving on, let's uh, talk about a team that will not be playing in Europe this season and -hmm. probably next season. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea, I don't want to
2: to start here. No. Bro, let's let's talk about the the pride of London.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The so-called pride of London. Nick, from the outside looking in, it, it, it does look quite funny. But what do you think is going wrong? What do you think has gone wrong? What do you think is going wrong? Let's not talk about like last season or the season before. I want to just talk about right now. Right now, what do you think is going wrong for Chelsea?
2: Um, oh, people don't know how big my smile has been throughout this episode, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's honestly, having a fun time. Nick's having fun. Honestly, um, I was I'll say this, right? I just think it's an absurdity what's going on there, and I know the Chelsea fans have no chi- have no choice. But to reconcile with it, just because at the end of the day, it's not their money, right? Um, But you almost feel like, what are the consequences of all the things that have been happening at this club? If Todd Boyle is truly a genius, and even though he's breaking down his assets over, what, seven to eight years, if this comes back to bite the football club, then it'll be an unforgivable circumstance as far as his status as being the owner is concerned a lot of people complain about owners not spending money. But then imagine if you have an owner that is spending a lot of money, but is spending it very poorly because there's been a lot of talks have Chelsea wasted 1 billion pounds. So I really feel like you wasting 1 billion pounds is worse than not spending 1 billion pounds, if I'm being Mm. honest. So Mm. that means that, Having seen all that as a as someone from the outside looking in, I think that obviously Chelsea fans will get excited that they won the Caicedo War. Great. Congratulations. There's your cookie, right? But if you're going to continue signing players like that and the team continues to not perform on the pitch continuously, even if it's a long-term project, you must still see some water come through from the springs of the upper echelons because... If Chelsea do not meet their short-term benefits of them having spent that much, then I'm not really sure if you'll even reach the future. I've also heard, I think DA could probably maybe verify this or not, but there have been talks of Enzo Fernandez possibly leaving Chelsea, for example, whereby maybe as a World Cup winner, maybe as a player, which is one of the best players in the world, especially with his potential, might feel like this just isn't working, I might just leave. So that means if you sell someone like Enzo Fernandez, who an eight-year contract for less money than you bought him for, then that's like a waste of investment by Boile, by Boyle, for example. I'm just thinking that if they can actually make this work, it'll be an absolute masterclass, no doubt. But if this flops, particularly because I think the spending was also done to get them back into the Champions League immediately, right? Not to finish below fourth again, or even, what, they finished bottom half, did they not? Of course they did, but anyways, (laughs) if they finish inside the bottom half again, which if I'm being honest, I just don't know where they're gonna win any games because the the run that they had was actually supposed to be the good one. right? And Theo will speak on this, but then now I'm seeing that I don't even seen their October fixtures. It's absolutely like immense. It's peaking there, whereby I don't know where Chelsea's gonna get any points, and I actually feel slightly, you know, slightly sorry for the you know for the players that had to go through that sort of situation. They're all very young. But if Enzo Fernandez and Conor Gallagher are your senior midfielders, then honestly, just pray.
0: Yeah, I think even from my point of view, sometimes it looks like Chelsea have no plan or they don't know what their plan is. Like you look at the midfield situation, or you look at first of all their management uh, appointment. It's Pochettino. We know Pochettino. He plays a four-two-three-one. We know him. That's his style. That's his formation. But then you look at the recruitment this summer. Okay, they got Nkunku in, and he got injured. That's unlucky. But he got injured during preseason, so they knew he's going to be out for a long time. And what did they do? They prioritized getting two holding midfielders. And I'm like, ah, why are you why are you getting both Kaicedo and Lavia? You have Enzo there. Surely you just you only need one of them to partner with Enzo, and then you can have you can go uh, and attack number 10 instead. So I found it I found that a bit strange, strange even like going for Cole Palmer, another kind of unproven winger. I'm not sure what they're trying to get out of him. They have a lot that that whole attack apart from Raheem Sterling is basically potential, and I don't know how far potential can take you when you're trying to battle for top 4 right now, like Nicholas said. But um yeah, and dear, let's hear it from from you, bro. What do you think's going wrong? What's happening at Chelsea, or what's not happening at Chelsea?
1: Um, obviously it's a pretty disappointing start. You know, uh, as Chelsea fans, we always expected more to the start, but um, I truly believe that we just have to be patient and honestly trust the process, right? Because if you look at Arsenal, um, even if you look at Arsenal, like what was that two years ago? Boy, everyone, everyone, all these guys, even Nicholas himself, bro, he's not gonna lie. Uh, he was, he was, he was calling for Acheta's head, bro. <laughs> he was calling,
2: he was calling for Acheta's
1: head.
2: I, 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 don't remember. Like we I think remember. I have always backed him. Now you have, now you have <laughs> I've always him. I don't know what you're talking about. We, we remember. remember.
1: If I was on Twitter, I'd probably bring out the receipts, bro. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I just feel like we this is something that we have to be patient. You know, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, and we just have to trust the process. You know, um, and you know when you look at the profile of players that we've signed, I really don't think, um, <clears throat> I really don't think uh, and his team expected team to challenge for the league this season or anything because you, you know what the average age for our signings is this season bro no it's 21 years old bro oh that's the that's the average age for our signings so you know that just goes to show that this is pretty much a long-term project project you know um and the average age for the squad as well is like is about 24 years old and that's like the whole thing one-man squad right so, mm. you know, I just believe that um, the the board and the owners, they all have a plan. And, you know, this is a long-term project and you just have to be patient. You know, um, they didn't give players eight-year contracts just to expect them to to reach their peak halfway through the first season. You know. um, I just think we have to be honest. We have to be honest and... Um, look at it for the way it really is, and just have to be patient, <laughs> you know. Um, and also another thing is, apart from the inexperience of the squad, um, you know, it's it's a whole new phase. Like, this is a whole new team, bro, compared to last season and season four. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole new team, and you can't expect it. You know, this is this is the Premier League. We're playing teams that have been playing together for years and years and years, bro. So, you know, you just can't expect to, like, form a whole new team and expect it to jaw right away. Um, so, I really think we just have to be patient. And, you know, for me, as a Chelsea fan, I haven't really been complaining because, you know, when when you watch the games, right? When you watch the games, in some instances, it's not that we're playing bad. It's just that sometimes we're unlucky, bro. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know if I don't know if i can check I don't know if I can check the stat I'm telling you like i'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this season I'm pretty sure this season we've hit the post the most times like I think we've mm. hit the we, we've hit I'm telling you, we've hit the post like four times bro
0: the, where, where did you get where did you get that from where you no, where did you get that I, I, from
1: I got it from my head. <laughs> I got it from my head from, where? Ja, 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 from my head, like just from watching games. I don't think any I don't think I don't think any other team I don't think any other team has hit to post more than us. Wait, okay, wait, this I, I don't know if it's something we can Google. Let me say let me see if I can Google it. Um but, <laughs> <laughs> but like but you know, I just feel like we're really unlucky and this is one of those things, man. But Honestly, if if next season is like this as well, that's that's when I would start being worried. I'm not worried about this season.
0: So this season for you again can be a throwaway. Is that what you're saying?
1: I mean, of course we should still aim for a European spot, but we shouldn't really expect many trophies, you know. So for me, if if, if you're not expecting trophies, then it's basically throughout the season. You know, as a Chelsea fan, I'm accustomed. I'm accustomed to winning trophies. I'm not like Nick. Nick Nick is happy with Nick, Nick is happy <laughs> with finishing we're finishing in top four. I'm, going to <laughs> I'm
2: accustomed I'm accustomed to trophies, bro. What do you mean trophies man? Like we've been winning the FA Cup plenty of times. I mean it's just it's just Marky over ball here. Ball that's ball been, ball that's, ball been that's that's but been waiting trophies. what the, Car- the the Carabao Cup,
0: yeah? The Champions, Cup. you'll never sing that. You'll never <laughs> sing that,
2: <laughs> bro. No, all you know, saying is, all saying is, I didn't celebrate the Carabao Cup like we had a better season in Arsenal, only not to be nominated for the Ballon d'Or yeah? Just say it,
1: <laughs> please. Oh, and and Mark,
2: <clears throat>
0: but the Ballon of us. We know that. Honestly, I don't. And, I don't rate the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, yeah, come on, it's,
1: it's a popularity award, bro. Like they won. they won't, It's like I don't know, bro. It's it's like I can't explain it,
2: bro. Nobody
1: nobody rates the only. Okay,
2: this okay okay the, this, episode the, 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 about, <laughs> this episode is not about this not about the Ballon d'Or and you obviously made this you, political. you. No made no, this no 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 no, make, no. You you only hate you the Ballon d'Or when off. your players aren't in it. If Marcus Radford won the Ballon d'Or tomorrow, Mark would totally totally rates it. But anyways, we're not talking about that.
0: <laughs> uh, but okay, no, andir, yeah, what you when you were talking about. Chelsea being unlucky. I do kind of resonate with that because United have quite an extensive injury list. So do you guys. I'm just looking at your list right now. Mm-hmm. Badia Shile, out. Broha, out. Bettinelli, never heard of him, but he's out too. Chaloba, out. Choco out. Fofana, out. James, out. Mkunku, out. Lavia, out. So it is hard to kind of like get into a groove, especially when you have the, like important players, is like Reese James, who is your captain, which which is crazy. But he's your captain, he's out. Nkunku, who is so important for you guys when you're playing four, two, three, one during preseason, he's out as well. Trevor Chalaba out. Uh Chukomeka, just as he seemed to be getting some sort of form out. So it uh yeah, it is hard to build up like a nice gel and to yeah. kind of play play well together. So I understand your point about being unlucky, but uh yeah yeah what do you guys uh, as as we come mm-hmm.
1: sorry like on the on the woodwork part i actually just looked up the stat and it's actually a stat we're tied first with brighton and liverpool for most um times we've hit the woodwork which is four times a season you know okay. so
0: you see <laughs> but is okay wait but is hitting oh. the woodwork <clears throat> actually unlucky or is it just bad because if you hit the woodwork that's a miss it's right? off target it's, up, so it's, it's off it's off target miss. that
2: means you're not being accurate enough yeah i'm exactly. not i'm not having that i'm that's sorry
0: that's not that's not being unlucky that's just being what? bad sorry that's yeah, that's a shot off target no H- in the post is, is a shot off target Come and on. so it's, it's unlucky, a miss bro. so that's no. not that's not unlucky that's just that's being just, bad just being biased, bro. Trin, if
1: the rules were reversed if the rules were reversed you'd be, be like, better yeah oh, it's but scary. they're not.
0: <laughs> they're not reversed. It's happening to you guys, not me. So, yeah, uh, I don't care about that. But, uh, yeah, what do you guys, as we come to a close, what do you guys think is the best, realistically, that Chelsea could hope for? Uh, I'll start with you, India, because you seem like you're full of hope.
1: <clears throat> like I'm full of hope. but. I think the best we could hope for, because honestly, the Premier League is such a competitive league, man. You can't like you can't slack off, and you know even if you bounce back uh, like halfway through the season, you're still gonna struggle to like get up the table because so many teams have been up there for so long. Right? um, but I think the best we can hope for is probably top six, man. I feel like. We started the season off so bad, right? And in this league, bro, you can't you can't afford that. You know, you really can't afford yeah. that. So the best we could hope for is top six, and um and yeah, cause yo nowadays finishing top four in the Premier League is as hard as winning a trophy, bro. You know, there's so many good teams, man. There's so many good teams. So <clears throat> I'll go for finishing top
2: six is the best we could hope for. So, just by saying that, that means that Arsenal getting second meant more than a trophy, yeah? <laughs> uh, no, that's, uh, different. Uh, that's different. That's different. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's different. Said, you, no, but you just said finish the top four is like winning a trophy. <laughs> 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 that's, that's different
1: because you guys, guys won top for like a whole
2: year. No, right? but then it just shows just that we actually we actually end up getting like the easiest top four finish because we challenged for the title. So that just shows you how hard it, how, like how you know how safe you have to make it, um, to reach the But anyways, I just I just wanted to put that through, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Nick, what do you think is the best Chelsea could hope for? Well, kind of like the right
2: a maximum of sixth place, a maximum, and um, but then realistically, maximum. I think they'll probably finish. Okay. Yeah, maximum, right? But then realistically, I think they'll finish eighth. I think that's, like, the best I could probably give them. At the moment, they just don't, like, even as a rival fan, we can banter them all we want, but they're really not giving me anything. Especially, like, they're, they're just not giving me anything to actually, like, have hope for them, even if you have, like, the most neutral takes. And, like I said, unless they start beating big teams out of nowhere, especially in their, like, you know, tumultuous October run, then, yeah, like, maybe even maybe even the same position they finished the previous year is also very possible. But I'll be a bit optimistic for them. I think eighth place is probably the best they could get. Like at least, you know, let me just say the most realistic they could get. Sixth place that means they've greatly, greatly, greatly overachieved.
0: Um, low key, I kind of agree with you. I think they're saying top six. You saying eighth makes my decision easy. I think I'll go for seventh. I think that's probably uh, That's probably Chelsea's level, right? Seventh place. I think that's where you guys, if we're being honest, that's where you guys belong at the (laughs) at the moment um (laughs) yeah you guys yeah there are a lot of problems at chelsea i'm not gonna lie when i when i watch you guys play you guys you can't score which is a big thing you brought in nicholas jackson who seems positive like there are a lot of positives about him and i like him but he just doesn't know how to put the ball in the back of the net and until he's can i tell you
2: something like i don't want to i don't want to have to like Bro, my namesake, but he is positive. Yeah, he's BCM positive, bro. He has big chances missed positive because I just knew, that he would be that sort of striker. I don't know. Like whenever I see strikers of his sort of um of his sort of style, you could just tell that yeah, it's a BCM merchant when that happens.
0: What
1: happened ha- to giving players time, bro? I just know, I just know if Drogba played it's- in this generation, if Drogba played in this generation, he would have been written off his first season and he wouldn't even be a legend if he played in this, this generation all this, oh, this generation cares about his scoring goals how about you how about
2: you give Kai Havertz time huh so like <laughs> I <haven't>... so that <laughs> I so please the like no, no 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 but then but then it's a new team still but you don't want to give him time but anyways anyways it's fine I won't say anything by the way just so people know I pledged on our football group chat that I would not text on there again until Kai Havertz gives me a goal or assist
0: I have faith <laughs> And you know what? It's been a very, very peaceful few days and I can't wait for the next couple of months of more peace. Uh, <laughs> yo, guys, thank you very much for <laughs> for coming and for discussing the Champions League and Chelsea's problems with me. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we'll be back soon with another episode. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye.